Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. I'm joined by Mars Jacobson, Studio Director at Sports Interactive, and Tina Keach, Head of Research for Women's Football at Sports Interactive. Uh, both, I really appreciate this time. Uh, how are you both doing? Doing all right. It's a bit, a bit sweaty today. I love the weather. <laughs> Very excited about what we're going to be talking to you about today, Nathan. Absolutely. So am I. If I just read out a bit of the a bit of the press release, so Sports Interactive and Sega Europe can today proudly announce that work has started on a multi-year project to bring women's football into its iconic Football Manager series. The result of this landmark work will be not, not a standalone women's football management simulation. Instead, women's football will be fully incorporated into FM's living, breathing world with managers able to take control of either men's or women's clubs and move between them seamlessly. Miles, from your statement and your blog that you're going to be releasing, I loved your quote where you said, we have no interest whatsoever in making a standalone women's football version of FM. What we are doing is adding women's football to FM, one sport, one game. Can you just explain the why you took that decision? Because um, football's football. There are 22 people running around a pitch or a goalkeeper not running as much, kicking a ball around to entertain us all. And, you know, but when, when I'm sitting down thinking about this and, and people people regularly ask, you know, who are your favourite players in the world? And the first name that pops into my head every time at the moment is Fran Kirby because she's beautiful to watch. It, it's like watching art, basically, watching her play football. You know, I've, I've, I believe in equality. I've always believed in equality. We've had the kick it out logo in, in our game for 20 plus years. Um, so why would we do it? as a separate product. We we want people um, to be able to enjoy our living, breathing world, which is what Football Manager is. So having a separate world for women to men just seems so alien to me. Um, and we, we, you know, we, we fully understand that the rest of the world or some of the rest of the world maybe aren't of that same mindset that we're at. But, by us adding women's football to Football Manager, one of the reasons we're doing it is to remove the barriers, remove the glass ceiling that is in place at the moment for, for women's football. So it would be completely hypocritical of us to do that as a standalone game where we're charging people more for it. It's, hey, we're adding more leagues to Football Manager. Just so happens that there are women's leagues and there's lots of other work that has to be, be done um, un, under the hood to make all of that work and will have a slightly different experience for people in the same way as playing MLS is a slightly different experience to playing in the championship. Yeah, and you've you've gone one further than that as well in that you're not just putting ponytails on the men's figures or you're not using the attributes for males and just using that as a platform moving forward. You are 
doing it in such a, a thoughtful way and making sure that the the differences between men's and women's football, you're looking at the intricacies of that and making sure you get them right as well. The last couple of years have been spent having conversations with people who work in the women's game and asking them loads of questions um, about it to learn more. And, you know, particularly on the biology side of things, as a, as a, bloke from Watford I had no idea that uh, the menstrual cycle could affect ACL injuries um you know learning learning about that side of things has been has been really eye-opening um but also if if you get you know women's women's bodies are different right their, their bones are a slightly different structure and if you put male animations onto a female body they look like they're cowboys running around it, it just looks really strange so yes we are doing completely new motion capture um we've started this process already and doing motion capture during a pandemic is uh, is quite interesting because there are different rules in place um so we managed to find twins in the Kamita twins who are both fantastic footballers got them into the mocap studio um that uh, that's actually Creative Assembly, who are one of our sister sister game companies in Sega. They've got their own mocap studio. They've been incredible to work with um, because we have to redo all of the motion capture to make it look right. Um, so there's been a lot of learning that's gone on in the last couple of years. And, and now we've brought in Tina now to be able to, to take us forward on the research side and build up that network so that we can ensure that um, we have the most accurate data for women's football in the world. That was an, a wonderful segue. Thank you very much, Miles. <laughs> to Tina, Head of Research for Women's Football at Sports Interactive. Tina, I've been an assistant researcher myself for the men's side of Football Manager, so I know how much work and effort goes into the research around Football Manager, which is why I know that Sports Interactive will be handling this in the best way possible and they're going to get the absolute best out of uh, out of this out of this project for you can you talk a bit about which how you define the attributes of women's footballers and how which attributes you're going to keep and which ones potentially you're going to change and and how that will affect the the game within the within sports interactive as well well the attribute conversation is one that is still ongoing and we haven't agreed on anything and you know at the end of the day you'll get your fastest women's footballer will be at 20 still it's just how do we make that realistic and accurate in the game itself to you know to to represent the women um but you know on the re- you're right the research is an incredible amount of work to do and as you know the men's side's been going for 28 years of database research I've been going for about two months so you can imagine the work that's going to go into this but you know I think what's really important about announcing today is me being able to talk about it and get people on board to help me research and to get the data and you know so it is a bit of a it's a it's a rallying call from me for anyone in football who has an interest in women's football and that goes you know fans staff players clubs whoever the journos their networks friends of friends who are just fans that like to watch the game come and get in contact and help us build and increase 
incredible database. And it's not just for the UK, it's globally. We want this to represent women in football around the world because, you know, some of the best football isn't just played in America or England or Germany. It, you know, in South America, in Africa, there are some incredible players. So, you know, we want to... We want everyone who loves it to help us on this journey to build this, what I believe will be a great database and probably one of a kind in women's football. You know, um, I think one of the really frustrating things for me was the lack of data that's out there for women's football. Um, And, you know, it's surprising as well because it's been pro for a few years now and, the data might be there, but it's just not accurate. And I find it's, it's disappointing, but we will change that. And I, I'm pretty sure there are people out there who are keeping their own data. And so, yeah, come and help us. Come and help us build a database. There you go. You heard Tina. Anyone wanting to get involved, go and get in touch with Sports Interactive. It's wonderful being a researcher. If you, when you see your name on the credits of a ga- of a game like Football Manager, it's, you feel such a sense of pride. So I urge anyone who's out there who wants to contribute, definitely get in touch. And uh, Tina, you're a qualified coach yourself. You're a former head of research analysis at Smart Odds, and you've already started the process of building the women's database. How has that How has that gone so far for you? Painfully, to be honest. <laughs> A lot of emails. <laughs> a lot of, well, first of all, getting to, getting to know the database itself. It's not, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, FM, it will just be like the game that I play. No, it's not. It really isn't. But it's also been great. I mean, a job where I get to read about and watch women's football every day. I mean, it's my passion. So, you know, it has also been enjoyable. Um, being able to just speak to people as well. Um, obviously, I'm going to be able to do that freely now. It's been announced. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been enjoyable. And obviously, I, I've been surrounded by data my whole career. And to put, you know, my two favourite things together of playing games and women's football, yeah. It's it's brilliant. Get forward to agonising between, oh, do I give them 15 or 16? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, and the discussion yeah. that will follow. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was my life for about two, two and a half years, making sure that I got it spot on because it's, it's really important. Um, and I'm, I've got no doubts that you'll make it a fantastic game. Uh, Miles, I just wanted to go into... You stressed in the statement that this is a multi-year project. This isn't coming straight away. It's not coming for the new game. This is something that has been in the works for a while and continue will continue to be. And you put something, you put like with the strings that you have to rewrite, 10,000. You've got to translate into 19 languages, 3 million words. It's, it's not It's not 10,000. It's way more than that. I think it's 100,000. Oh, 100,000. Sorry, my apologies. 100,000 strings, yeah. How much of a long-term project is this for you? I'm not putting timelines on it at the moment because I don't want to put that pressure on the team. Um, we will release this when when it's ready. And if that means that it's halfway through a game's annual cycle, so be it. Um, we we need to make sure that we get it right. So definitely not 22. Um, I personally would love it to be 23, but I don't think that's realistic either in, in, in all seriousness. Um, but 
as as you all know, as someone who used to be an assistant researcher, you still found out about the new features on the game at the same time that everybody else did. Sega find out about them the day before because they need to translate the press release that's going out, right? We're incredibly guarded about stuff normally. We're not being guarded with this because it would hamper it too much. It would hamper the progress that we want to make too much if if we were being guarded. So that that gauntlet is thrown down today um and uh, you know very much looking forward to seeing the progress that we make over over the next whether it be months or years to be able to make this a reality um but you know tina talks there about the the rallying cry um for people to get involved on the research from my perspective it's also a rallying cry for other companies like us who are working in football and who haven't been treating women's football equally um to get on board we're throwing down that gauntlet as well um do what you need to do to be to be um getting things getting things right, whether that be the media, whether it be other games companies. Sky and the BBC have already thrown that gauntlet down to us a little bit. There are there are other deals soon to be announced that I'm not going to ruin anyone else's announcements <laughs> um, that are going to be dealing with those things as well. Um, but we all we all need to be doing more to really make a difference. Um, so hopefully our announcement today is going to make some other people um, wake up a little bit as well. And just to say as well, if any if any other games companies are listening to this, please don't do exclusive deals. Let's do non-exclusive licenses this time round so that we can be doing the right thing and getting the coverage in all of our games um, rather than making it harder for, for each of us to do it. Um, that's certainly going to be our policy as the people who are going first. We're going to be looking at non-exclusive deals. Well said, well said. And just, just a final one from me. How... How seismic is this, not only for football manager, not only for the gaming industry, but women's football as well? I think this is, you know, this one is from a personal point of view. I've been playing football my whole life. I've coached football. I've watched football, men, women, and I've got young children that I want to want them to grow up and see women's football easily to be able to switch TV on. And there it is be able to, you know, go on the internet and they're talking about women's football, pick up a newspaper and there's they're talking about women's football. So for, you know, a big company like SI to be going, yes, women's football matters. Yes, we're going to do this right. It's going to be respected. It's going to be accurate. Is is it's just another step in women's football's growth and their development. And hopefully there'll be more companies that follow and that go, yeah, let's join this, you know, let's join this bandwagon and this massive project to smash through this glass ceiling that Miles talks about because it shouldn't be there. Absolutely shouldn't be there. It's it's nothing but positive news for this announcement. Today, we're recording this on Thursday, but um, yesterday, Wednesday, EA Sports announced that Alex Scott would be in FIFA 22 as a commentator. And, you know, people thought that was big, but this is absolutely smashing out of the water in comparison. I'm, I'm delighted that EA have announced that with Alex. Um, yeah. Because Alex is a brilliant co-commentator. So I'm really looking forward to, to seeing yeah. and hearing what, what she's done um, for, for when for when I'm playing FIFA this year. So yeah, massive, massive props to them for that. And, and for adding women's football in, internationally a few years ago as well. But um, 
but we could all be doing more. Um, and, you know, hopefully I, I would love to see women's league teams in, in FIFA in the future, um, but I don't work on that game. So <laughs> all I know, they're already planning to do that. Um, I hope they are. Um, but, but yeah, you know, there've been, there've been some good announcements um, in this space in the last few weeks and, and also Emma, Emma Hayes and the co-commentary that she did for, for ITV during the World Cup, which was the best co-commentary that I've ever heard from anyone. Um, so I've, I've been very lucky in that Emma's one of the people that we've been able to talk to over, over the last couple of years about this and we're, we're getting some absolutely brilliant advice from her. Um, so long may it continue. This is, it's just been amazing to talk to both you, Miles and Tina about, about this venture. And I can't wait to, to when it, when it does go in the game, I can't wait to play it and see, see how it all, how it all plays out. And I think it's such an important thing that you're doing, you know, with companies like yourself, with EA Sports, the more, the more, the more eyes we can put on this issue and, and make it a normal, it should be a normal thing that what we're talking about now. So the more absolutely. Like you, you know, hopefully by the time it comes out, it is seen as a completely normal thing and isn't even Absolutely. isn't even a big deal because it shouldn't be a big deal. Thank you very much, Miles. Uh, brilliant. And Tina, thank you. Um, and thanks for the opportunity as well to to speak to to your listeners and, and your your readers today. It's it's really important we can get this message out there. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, thanks, Nathan. Tina. Thank you for listening to Level Up, the esports and gaming show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us on Twitter at Level Up Pod, where you'll find all of our previous episodes and information about how to subscribe. We'll be back with a brand new episode very soon. Level Up.